Welcome to the Buried Gems Podcast, where we dig through internet literature to try and find the next big thing. Do you guys think ASMR Santa would be a good would be a good business? Like it's like you dress up as Santa and sneak into people's homes and then give them ASMR while they're sleeping. Is that for the good or the bad kids? I don't. Hey Johnny, you're a good boy. <laughs> you're a good boy. <laughs> I don't want ASMR to be the topic. Pleasure. of this, but we're we're done. <laughs> Can we tell? So what? We're we're doing the uh, we're doing the post apocalyptic. No, we're doing. Thing? We're, we're, we're doing. No, what? We're not Thomas doing that? couldn't come. Oh man, is it going to be Christmas? I got something though. I mean, it is Christmas right now, and no matter when we release this, this will be forever Christmas. You know, like this this time this moment is Christmas. Yeah, you were speaking right of now. professionalism earlier. We don't give a shit about releasing the Christmas on time. No, that's we'll the thing. It sure, it may, be, it may be next September. <laughs> Hell, it may be next December 15th, mm. and it will still be Christmas. Wow. It's just a super topical to 2020 Christmas. You think that'd be a problem? <laughs> <laughs> like, clearly, this was a 2020 Christmas podcast. These assholes are trying to pawn it off as if <laughs> this is current Christmas fan fiction. <laughs> 2020 is too politically offensive to even mention <laughs> now that it's almost 2021. <laughs> we don't talk about that. But we do talk about is stories that I find on the internet and then make y'all read because that's the premise of the show on Christmas. It's the Barry Jim's podcast. We read internet fan fiction to figure out which one's going to be the next big thing. I'm your host, Fancy Octopus, and then, of course, we got co-host slash voice actor, Proper Gent. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Fined? Yeah, I, I do have heavy fines levied against me. <laughs> I'm a collector. You never watched football, did you, Hyena? What? 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 People on the internet understand <laughs> that reference. Just because I'm you a don't. i Because man. you're... An uncultured. I'm from the Saharan Desert. What do you expect? <laughs> I've, I've talked about this before. Uh, Scar perfectly... crashed the economy of the hyenas after he fucked up his revolution, and now we're just in the gutters. I'm with hyena in person. He's not a hyena. He's lying. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a ruse. I just want to point <laughs> it out. Not whoa, true. whoa! This is a shocking well, these are big re- allegations revelation. coming from what? The from hell? who is this? A it's a, called lying. A stave that Save, I hear, which is my actual name. <laughs> I could actually tell you about a new initiative I have as a hyena. There's like the Great Green Wall of, of Africa. They're like you know planting trees and stuff, so the Saharan doesn't spread as much. I'm saying we should paint the Sahara. Yeah. So I started a nonprofit. And uh, I put up to a vote on the internet of, like, what color to paint the Sahara so we get all the paint. You know, it does take the entire world's supply of paint. I'm thinking yellow. paint, like, you know, a few square miles. So it might take a few centuries. Or millennia, I should say. But the problem was, though, people voted for, like, a sand color paint. So it, like, looks the exact same. It's just, like, a fresh coat of paint. Well, yeah, because it looks... Sand color is really nice. People are a fan of the color that the Sahara currently is. So this nonprofit (laughs) isn't working out. As good as I'd expected. I didn't know you were so into charity work. <laughs> I really, mean, I am um, a saint. Uh, Especially for a hyena. You know so what much. <laughs> most hyenas do? They, like, bite. They go for the dick and balls and bite them off. That's, like, a literal tactic they do. Not me, though. <laughs> You're such a fucking saint. 
Have you ever seen a video of a lion being attacked? Like, so what the lions will do is, like, sit down so that they don't get their balls bitten off. And they kind of just, like, get it, like, bitten at, and they sit down on the I mask. mean, I do that on the subway, too. So, I mean, the lions, you know, they're not that smart. <laughs> it, like, it seems like they're being lazy, but really they just don't want their balls bitten off. So they're just kind of, like, hoping other lions will come save their ass. <laughs> so they just sit there and just get attacked by the hyenas. Like, shit, I can't run. They'll bite my balls. Dude, that, that's that's when it pays to be, you know, a lioness. You, know, you can, you, <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. fucking go after those hyenas. Or you just run and you don't get your balls bitten off. True. But you <laughs> so, see, clearly I'm a hyena, though, with all this insider Speaking knowledge. of the saintliness of hyenas, Dave, do you have any current things happening in your life? Well, you know... Other than the fucking carrots? Also, he's not a stave. <laughs> I'm seeing him right here. He's not a stave staff thing. <laughs> that Moses carried or whatever. That's what um, not true. I am, in fact, a long wooden pole. <laughs> uh, you know, just uh, holding here strong, supporting the house. <laughs> quite, quite literally, and not, literally. <laughs> yeah, more, more literally than. <laughs> um, but you know, that's I've just been continuing doing that. You know, hopefully, I you know can hold up the pressure for you Do know you like- another fifty years. You're like Atlas, dude. I just, I just hope you never shrug. <laughs> so, wow. powerful. so what, what, what concepts do you guys think go with Christmas so well? Like, what, what is like the number one thing you think of with Christmas? Greek gods. You already okay. mentioned it. You know, Nancy, very Pelosi. wholesome. The Greek gods Nancy were Pelosi, very wholesome. Greek gods. Everybody Probably knows that. You got anything? I don't know, Ben Shapiro. Okay, these are all great <laughs> answers, but of course the correct answer is pranks. Christmas is known for all the pranks that we do on Christmas, right? Like, you know, like... I've never committed or received a like, prank in Christmas. Slip, You've never given like a, a good hit. kid a piece of coal as like a prank of like, haha, you thought you were good because no. you were, but fuck Why you. would... No. Does <laughs> that happen to you? Like a random kid on the street? Yeah, that happens. That's like... <laughs> Yep. Just walk. A random person walked on the street, hand you a piece of coal. It was like, ha ha. No, like I went to the kidding. orphanage with a sack of coal, and I. Why would the? Uh, how would a hyena carry a sack of coal with your my mouth? Type of question is that? Yeah, but it's really heavy. It's really heavy. You know how the like, bite force of a hyena? Is? Yeah, but Enough like you have to drag it. So like, uh, off, did you man. lose some teeth as a result? <laughs> let's be clear here and all I know is Dave, Dave said you're not a hyena so, so I don't let's know be clear here it didn't happen to you you perpetrated by going to an orphanage and giving both. coal to no, a right, bunch both. of yeah, kids exactly. no, I mean it was perpetrated on me and then I took out took it out on the other good kids oh well okay I want to hear how, how did it happen to you uh, like uh, some weird man dressed in red and white like a beard Walked into the orphanage uh, with the sack of coal. Why were you in a human orphanage? Yeah, like uh, they put me in a human orphanage. I mean, that, well, that's why I don't do what the other hyenas. <laughs> did they put the you? Story starting to fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's wrong with that? A hyena can't be in a human orphanage. Presumably, I would assume. Well, why would Santa give you coal? Did you eat a kid? He was animal. handing all the orphans coal. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah, but, so, Santa came. Santa, Santa would still give presents to non-humans. That's not his mo. Yeah, I mean, hmm. not the Santa I met. 
Hashtag not my Santa. <laughs> Either way, other than the classic <laughs> coal prank that Santa pulls on Hyena every year, there's all types of pranks one can pull. And we actually, I have a story here written by a friend of the show, someone we've read a lot of. Uh, we got a classic wasp sting story here uh, mm. about some good old-fashioned pranksters. Is wasp sting our friend? Like, or do they hate it? <laughs> um, I mean, that is... Intri- I don't know. I, like I mean, we d- I did interview Wasp Sting. Uh, I hadn't. Because in- honestly, with our authors, it's very hit or miss. Like, some of them are like, hey, I'm going to draw some fan art of you, and we appreciate that. Other people are like, hey, you've broken my soul in my hopes <laughs> and dreams. So, you know, I just, I just don't know for Hey, one time that was the same thing, but then it changed overnight, you know? Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's true. It, it went from soul crushing to fan art. So, I mean, I feel like Wasp being probably likes us i mean i did an interview with them and that interview is actually available on our website at podbean.barrygems.podbean.com you can go check out the profile of wasp sting if you because i'm not going to read her bio again (laughs) because you've done it a lot now (laughs) yeah it might be the most common author at this point so yeah wasp sting on fictionpress.com wrote this story called pranksters payback which is very christmasy real Um, quick was wasp sting the one that wrote the hypocrite what was it? The hypocrite hunter or no? Yes. Hypocrisy uh, hunter. Hypo- hypocrisy. hypocrisy hunter. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think which is our first episode. Wait. Yeah. Close. Okay. Close. To <laughs> one, one of those. We have a, we have a deep connection with wasping here on this show. So what, what are you guys expecting from this prank store? Like, what do you want out of it for your Christmas? You want to get your Christmas jimmies all rustled up. There what are you looking for? Coal. A lot of coal. Coal. Yeah. Very implausible scenarios brought on by happenstance. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Some uh some situational fan humor, like what? <laughs> so generic. Okay, we need some fan service. Okay, these all seem like things that we can accomplish here. Fan service? <laughs> what a strip tease? Like what? It's uh in the middle of <laughs> is, is this oh, I'm pranking you so hard I'm showing like, up. Strip That's what I want. The the uh, I'm gonna give you a lap job. <laughs> You just got pranked, bro. <laughs> wow, did you get hard? What a fucking idiot. You just got pranked. You know, we need we need one of our authors to just do a fan service story. Like, you bring uh, uh, Fred and Bubor, bring uh, the the Nazi senator, bring, bring Sierra. You know, Sierra. Just bring them all together for just a crossover one big episode. hodgepodge of... Yes. Oh, good. A good crossover. You can even have the yokai and then like freaking whatever his name from who likes to look at naked fox ladies in the shower. <laughs> oh god. Dak tribal. Dak tribal. Yeah, we, we get everybody together. We get we get the whole gang. Get the whole gang. But so let's uh, let's start up on the story. It's called Prankster's Payback. It was published in April of twenty seventh, April twenty seventh of two thousand twenty. Uh, which I'm sorry for the offense. Uh, and its subtitle is "When Two Pranksters Go Too Far." It is up to their fathers to stop them with a prank of their own design. So we might get a little, a little interesting here. The school had devolved into chaos. Students were evacuating the building in mass. Teachers were trying to figure out what and/or who had caused this. The janitor was going crazy over all the work he would have to do later, and that one that one annoying kid that records basically everything on their phone was pretending that they were some sort of brave news reporter. Who had caused this act of insanity? Two kids were responsible, Austin Wilson and Bobby Gunner. 
Austin Milston. <laughs> Man, I wish I was named that. Austin Wilson was the resident bored gifted kid child and the mastermind of these pranks. He was a virtual angel inside the classroom with his curly blonde hair that would bend to the will of no hairbrush known to man and big, big blue eyes that were made for getting out of trouble. Outside of it, he was a ruthless vigilante prankster. He tormented the, bu- the bullies, cruel teachers, and the whiny el- entitled brats like it was his job. His known pranks included the following. Rigging the water fountain outside the school with bubble baths so it sprayed bubbles the next time it was turned on. Volunteering in the school canteen Ooh. just to give an extra spicy pizza to the school bully. <laughs> Witnesses report. <laughs> That's it. That pizza's extra spicy. He's just like, oh, I really enjoy this. I'm wow. like, uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I like a little pain with my lunch. <laughs> Witnesses reported seeing bully. a big grin on Austin's face as the lunchroom tormentor searched for a glass of water for his burning mouth. Riding on as many whiteboards as he could, so the first thing a class would see coming in was, Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? Printing out cutouts of Mr. Bean's face and taping them all over faces in the staff photo. Wait, Swapping you meant, them- uh, Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? Where are you? I think that was the, the intent. That was, okay, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Swapping the normal marker pins with permanent markers, they never came off the whiteboard. Tampering with the school bell so it made a farting noise instead of ringing like a normal bell. And filling the staff room with balloons. So these are all pretty... <laughs> what? what? <laughs> these are pretty non-destructive pranks, honestly. Yeah, it's like, it was like vigilante pranks. The only one that was mm-hmm. like that was the bully pizza. And, you know, that's not even sure to work because they could just like spicy food. But he didn't. He was reaching for his water. Oh, okay. Viciously. So, you know... Yeah, now he hydrated out. the bully by reminding him he needs to drink water. It's backfiring. <laughs> you know, <laughs> typical boy's boy. Boy hydrated now is way more dangerous. Than the bully hydrated. He's bully. been dehydrated his whole <laughs> life until he ate spicy food. You didn't understand that before I was dehydrated. No, now you'll see me at my full power, fully power. Whoa, what's this water stuff? <laughs> I've never heard of I that. I thought water was just for <laughs> pussies until they gave me that spicy pizza. <laughs> Now I realize it just makes me stronger. It's like I can punch twice as many nerds now. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost like life is great and I don't have to bull anyone anymore. It's almost like I have happiness and found peace with myself. (laughs) Almost. Psych. Psych. Yeah. (laughs) A nerd thing. (laughs) Typical boy stuff. Bobby Gunner, the new boy that only arrived a few weeks ago, was his partner in crime. He was a rather skinny kid with red hair and green eyes. He had once been a quiet kid who stayed under the radar, but after Austin saved him from the clutches of a bully, he had himself to be indebted to the prankster. Ever since, he has supplied Austin with material and helped with the planning of the pranks. Their latest prank involved a lot of powdered paint mixed with water going inside the sprinkler system. The next step was to set it off in a way that looked almost accidental. For this, they employed an unwitting help of the janitor, who was a smoker and happened to like a cigarette during lunch, when none of the kids can report him for it. One of his cigarettes set off the smoke alarm, which later sprayed multicolored water over the helpless student body, enacting total they, like, and utter judging anarchy. Judging janitor for smoking a cigarette? Like, come on, what the hell? <laughs> really? Poor janitor. Are you smoking a cigarette, you underpaid piece of work? Like, how dare you try to slightly enjoy your No, life? so I think what they did is they got him <laughs> to smoke inside. Wow. It sure. <laughs> they forced him to smoke inside. Well, like, like they were like, "Hey, Janitor, come help us out with this." He's like, "Well, I can't throw away the cigarette." 
because you know I just lit it. <laughs> so fine, you're like, yo, he lo- lowers it, but the smoke is still rising. He's like, what the hell do you want? You know, trying to like, and they're like, quick, do a half stand. He's like holding quick, it out quick, the window, quick, like, yeah. Half, like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the respective fathers, Kenneth Wilson and Percy Gunner, had had enough. After one incident which led them outside the principal's office, they had decided to swap numbers so they could contact each other and form a plan to deal with their reckless sons. At first, they weren't getting anywhere, but they started making some progress soon after Austin received a gentle poke to his side to get him to pay attention to the principal's words. Hey! Austin <laughs> squeaked, nearly jumping out of his chair. Don't touch me there! Whoa. I was just trying to get your attention. Kenneth huffed. (laughs) You're supposed to be listening to the principal. The two fathers looked to each other and had a similar idea. The next time it seemed like Bobby wasn't paying attention, his father poked him between the ribs with a single finger. A known ticklish spot for the boy. One that his father simply loved to exploit whenever he wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Bobby squealed. Aren't you supposed to be listening to the principal, sir? Percy asked. Bobby looked at the ground and sighed. Yes, Dad. Bobby sighed. <laughs> Naturally, for something like this, we shall have to suspend you for the rest of the week. The principal stated. Oh, no. A serious rethink of behavior will be needed if either of you wish to continue to attend this school. <laughs> With that, the boys and their fathers went to their respective homes. A suspension for the rest of the week was bad, especially when you consider it, it was only Tuesday. The, name of the moment they got home. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the moment You're they got home. suspended for the rest of the week. It's like five o'clock on a Friday. Like <laughs> Friday. Get out of like here! I better not Damn see you until Monday. <laughs> <laughs> the moment they got home, Kenneth sent Austin up to his room. You up to your room until I say you can come out. You're grounded. Austin tried to argue with him. But, Dad! But nothing. <laughs> now go. Austin huffed and stormed up to his room. It's While like his son boss. was grounded, he had a call to make. What was that? It's like a, you know, a supervillain boss. You know, you're playing a game. You are wrong. <laughs> yeah, your voice is like very like, uh, like, yeah, like booming. For you're like, you um, <laughs> it's like, uh. Fucking, I'm imagining Zeus or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. Son, I, go I, to your I, room I, on Olympus. I, I might be, I might be projecting from my own father. <laughs> okay, my father was Lord of uh, he has, like, Sandcastle. A voice that's like Zeus-like. Yes, he does. Like a yes. Sky Father, All Very Father character, like coming down, being like, yeah. Sounds where like, are the have women? You never heard of the Lord. I will treat them properly, <laughs> as Greek gods do. You've never heard of the most excellent gentleman, my father, Lord of Sandcastle? Thanos, <laughs> destroyer of worlds. I've heard he doesn't do so well in high tide. Apparently. Hey, climate change has made it very difficult for him to keep his standard <laughs> of living. His real estate's real the on the edge. people who really get hurt by global warming when you think about it. Austin huffed and stormed up to his room. While his son was grounded, he had a call to make. Hello. Is Percy Gunner here? Kenneth asked. Yes, who is this? Percy replied. Kenneth Wilson, your son's friend's dad. We exchanged phone numbers outside the principal's office. I want to talk to you about your son, and also my son. I have a plan that should stop them. 
what I'll need y'all. Oh, gonna pray with them. Kenneth, explain. I was like, because I was like, where is this going? Why are they exchanging numbers? Like, this doesn't make any sense. But they're gonna like set up some type of like reverse prank. They just they, they're swingers. Yeah. They just want to trade. <laughs> I'm gonna call this story now. The kids. I must say. Percy, I find you extremely attractive. <laughs> I was hoping if your wife and my wife could have a four-way orgy at this my place. This would totally prank those boys, and they would never prank again. <laughs> if they saw us all having copious amounts of sex with ecstasy, I think that that would really turn their behavior around. <laughs> no, but what I think is going to happen here is, like, the kids are going to try a prank, and then, like, the whole time it's, like, a setup. And the dads come in and are like, oh, you thought we were pranking? Actually, it like reverse back. That would be really cool. So I don't believe that's going to happen. We'll see. That's what the setup. I think it's going to be like, they're both, they both stated tickling. So I think it's going to be like a, we're going to get you tickled. (laughs) We're going to get you tickled somehow. I don't know. I have a little bit more. You don't, you don't establish, you don't establish they're both very ticklish without, you know. That being uh, brought up again, because both of them freaked that's out. That's that much of a setup. Okay, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> it's clear foreshadowing. <laughs> Can your son hear me? I just like to make this call to be private. I sent him to his room. Percy confirmed. He's listening to something on his headphones. He won't hear a thing we're saying. Good. Now, Percy. <laughs> I'll need you to listen carefully to what I'm about to tell you. The plan was relayed to Percy, who agreed. Oh, I love it when the opposite. See, cuts we're not getting out. the plan. Well, because we couldn't get the plan, if it's like a reverse prank. So just because now they can set it up to where the kids like go off and do their own thing and are we'll doing a prank, and then the dad. We'll set. see. Like actually, all right. This sounds good. I know where I can find most of that stuff. Percy replied. But what do we tell the boys? And how do we clear it with the principal? Don't worry about him. I have a feeling that he will be just fine with what What? I have in mind. Wow, that is bold. Just assuming the principal will be fine with whatever... Dude, these guys are villains, man. (laughs) (laughs) These voices? This is Zeus and Thanos. What a torture, (laughs) children. Eternal pain. After all... He did say he wanted some new IT equipment for the school, and this will help loads. Got it. Although I'm worried the boys may become worse. Bobby's a good kid at the end of the day. And so is Austin. Percy worried. Let's talk. Let me talk to them afterwards. Kenneth advised. <laughs> so he thinks Just the get plan what will I make need. them worse, but he's like, yeah, this is a good plan. Let's go. With what? What? <laughs> I don't know. Just give me what I need. Let me worry about the rest. Are we Look, clean? guy, I just gave my number to the other day that I didn't know at all. Like, <laughs> I trust you on this. Even though I think this plan will fuck up my kid, you know? I have so much trust for you, you know? You got this. You're clearly a great father. <laughs> Your booming voice shows that... Now, yes, I can get what you need, and I perfectly understand. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Wink, wink. Ah, <laughs> uh, are we clear? Yes. Percy agreed. Good. Kenneth replied, hanging up. Sort of time skip here. What do you, predictions on what the prank is? What, what do y'all think oh, I, they're gonna do? I, I think the kids will try to pull a prank and then it'll reverse prank on them and they're like, 
that, but I guess it's, I guess they've given us two information, though, so they are just directly pranking the kids, maybe. Huh. They're gonna dump, pick, they're gonna have the prom happen, and they're gonna vote them prom king secretly under the table, even though everybody hates them. And then, like, pig's blood will drop from the ceiling over them, and they'll be like, oh, shit. And then everybody laughs, and then they, like, uh, you know. That would be pretty funny. Mental breakdown and, like, kill everyone. So it's gonna happen. <laughs> so Stephen King's carry is gonna happen. It's like, yeah, yeah. So I'm the only one that's getting. No, I'm getting goosebumps. That's <laughs> <laughs> so vivid. Any other predictions? We got Stephen King's carry. I still think it's gonna be tickling related. Okay. In front of everybody at the school. Wow, yeah, that'd be. I'm uh, on a proper gen side on this. The one principal now. will be perfectly okay with this. In fact, he will. They literally say, but they started making some progress after Austin received a gentle poke to his side to get him to t- pay attention. Like, that. that's the problem. Can't they just uh, fucking tickle these kids? Why is it that an option? That, it's I not mean, enough. That, would be what a good, that, that is a good, what a good parent does. Yes. Like, not uh, enough. you know, take the phone away even. If they're this bad, like Jesus Christ! No Fortnite, no Fortnite pranking. Oh, that's early. cruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> no, no Fortnite. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, come on. How are they going to get those YouTube views? We're trying to be civilized, at least. Yeah, you're like closing off their career on YouTube doing that. Like, you're just going to oh, destroy your oh, job. Excuse <laughs> me, princess. <laughs> on Thursday, to the surprise of both boys, they were told they were going back to school that day, just in time for the fundraiser. Should we be staying home until Monday, you know, because we're suspended and stuff? Austin questioned. The school decided to give you a special job, helping out with the fundraising. (laughs) Staying at home, doing nothing won't be good for you, they said. Kenneth fibbed. Austin bought it. So suspicious. Wait, the dad's straight up lying? Yeah, the dad's dad's straight up lying. Dude, they're shady. They're so shady. Like, like... are they like? Are they still suspended? Like, are they going to get like shot by the cops? Yeah, these parents are fucking shady. Yeah, sure. That could, that's the prank. They call the police on their own kids, and they're just like, "Oh shit, the cops shot my kid." Oops. Didn't so I think they're lying about Oops. the fact that like the school wanted them there because staying at home would be bad for them. I think that's what they're lying yes. about because the school wants. Oh, okay. They're they're the school's in on their. And they're their not plan. in on it. They're just assuming the principal will be okay with it. Remember that was a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. Look, I mean, we're shitting on the, the crap kids, so the principal will be okay with it. I could just beat my kid in front of everybody. So. He huffed as he got into the back seat. Kenneth grinned as he drove his son to the fr- fundraiser. When they arrived, they met up with Percy and Bobby. Dad, what are we supposed to be helping with? Bobby asked. Oh, uh, he didn't say. Percy replied. Bobby shrugged and continued into the school. Nice save. Kenneth replied. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The boys were steered in the direction of the fundraiser, where they excitedly looked around for the stall they would be helping with. Which one are we supposed to be helping with? Austin wondered. Maybe the sweet stall. That'd be fun. <laughs> no. Not that one. You have Kenneth to told the him. poo-poo stall. You just got brains. <laughs> <laughs> or may- maybe the one where you threw the balls at a can and win a toy. <laughs> Bobby giggled. <laughs> uh, you're not working in that a stall like that either. Percy replied. Come on, which stall is it? Austin whined. Kenny po- Kenneth pointed at a stall that was still in progress. What is that supposed to be? Bobby asked. 
You will find out soon, kiddo. <laughs> I promise. Kenneth grinned. Ah, oh, God, I... you're so fucking <laughs> sus. Very, very sus. Uh, you, two, you two go help me with some stuff in the meantime. Percy instructed. While the boys were busy hauling boxes out of a car boot, Kenneth set up some homemade medieval stocks, Kenneth the carpenter, fishing the key out of his pocket to unlock them. Their sons, on the other hand, were becoming more and more confused. This stuff is weird, Bobby remarked. What do we need all these feathers for? And the ha- that hairbrush, and the electric toothbrush, and that body- the bottle of baby oil? Austin said- them. With baby oil, like they slip feather off, They're gonna throw boiling hot oil on them and throw feathers on yeah, them. Yeah, target and feathering just fucking <laughs> Son, people, get yeah. pranked. I heard you were a tax collector, tax collector, son. <laughs> so we're now gonna Time burn eighty percent of off, and this is like okay because we're American, you know. That's like freedom. Fighting. And we're going to make art about it, about how brave. So we brave, were. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty brave, you know. Like just like a guy just doing his job, you like burn him alive. Oh, of course. Oh, what son. what are you supposed to do besides melting their skin? And, and you like laugh? You're like, oh, they look like a chicken. Son, I heard you were collecting two cents extra per pound. Of tea that I sell in my commercial business. That's not gonna do. <laughs> gonna have to die now. Ton We're so brave. <laughs> the two fathers looked at each other and grinned. We'll tell you about the real reason for this stall, but not until you take your shoes and socks off and get into these stocks. <laughs> Kenneth replied. <laughs> Fucking weird. So stocks like a, a, a prison, stock. like you know, yeah, like like yeah, it's like where it's Medieval like the stock. hole for your arm and your Jeez. head, your arms and head, <laughs> and you stand there in it, and people could just fuck with you. you They're know? about to tarn feather them and tickle them. <laughs> it's a the pranksters did so. They were rather confused, a little scared, but mainly curious. Maybe he's right. They'll stock him up, and then they'll like everybody can come tickle him with feathers. I don't know how the baby oil comes in, but yeah, that's the feathers. They're going to lather their butts up and spank them. (laughs) 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 Yeah, how does the baby Once they were locked in and the key secured in Kenneth's pocket, the explanation began. Both of us believe that you two have gone too far this time with your most recent prank, and this behavior has got to stop immediately. So we've been organizing this little prank intervention of our own. <laughs> Percy explained. You've been pranking too much. That'd be like in an alcoholic intervention, like, we planned this alcoholic <laughs> party here, because you've been, been, we're going to lock you in there, in this room, and you can watch us all party with this alcohol. <laughs> you, you drink too much, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Watch us drink. This has to be some sort of joke. Austin chuckled nervously as their fathers put up a big, embarrassing sign above their heads. Two ticklish little boys. One pound to tickle them. Ticklish tools for you to use. (laughs) How is baby oil a ticklish tool, though? What, they're going to give them a massage? Just massage tickle you? Oil up little boys. They just want to make money. Oil up little boys tied down. (laughs) Yeah, this game fucked up. Why is there baby oil as an option here? Torture them with feathers and oil. (laughs) 
Watch them squeal. <laughs> this sounds like some weird, like, sex dungeon shit. It is. It's fucking is. This is weird. And I don't know about other people, but I would not, if my parents told me to get in a fucking stockade, and then they're going to tell me what's going to happen. Like, I don't think I would do that. Maybe I was opposite. You run away. I would just be like, no, I'm not fucking You're also a, a middle-aged... Uh, <laughs> man, no. When I was a kid, I was pretty oppositional. So like, I don't know. I don't think I would like. That's pretty extreme. Just like, hey, hey get in this fucking quick, stockade. Quick, well, quick lesson to all the kiddos listening: for one, don't listen to this podcast. You're too young. Other than that, if your parents try and trick you to get into a stockade, you probably shouldn't. Yeah, do I don't that. know. There, I don't think there's <laughs> any situation where that makes sense. Like maybe as like a demonstration of like you're at the medieval town and they're like, oh, you know, you want to to see what it's like. <laughs> oh, Timmy, you can't play Xbox until you get into the stockade. <laughs> like, like that'd be so, like, yeah, no. What are you doing? I got <laughs> some uh, green bean in my... <laughs> I went down the wrong Why tube. are you still eating? We have more green beans left. <laughs> There's tons of green beans. <laughs> I do not understand you guys at all. You guys continue to befuddle and amaze. You can't drink wine and eat green beans? <laughs> No, because you have Stave over there coughing it up and sounding like a yak. I'll try to be more professional next time and eat my green beans appropriately. <laughs> or you should just eat green beans. Just don't eat green beans? Is that what you said? <laughs> don't eat green when beans. When we're recording a podcast? Yes. This is kind of against my yeah. beliefs. Um... What, what, Church of the fucking green beans? <laughs> Church of the green beans. <laughs> Church of we're uh, the polytheistic. The bean? We're polytheistic. We oh, believe we in believe all beans. In other. <laughs> <laughs> what is your holy doctrine called? Um, beans and you. <laughs> <laughs> beans what, and you. what are your found? Is what are your like founding children's principles? Book or some founding shit? principle is that you can eat beans at any time. Period. <laughs> even podcasts. So it specifically it's says so even that, podcasts. That, that is, we believe in that is, um, inco- that is incorrect because of the fact that he said it's green beans and you said the term beans. We were polytheistic. We said all beans. All beans are accepted here. No, 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 no. You did not say that it was polytheistic in the bean variety. You said you were polytheistic in the. No, he didn't. Variety. He said we're polytheistic. We accept Regardless, all beans. Go back, green beans, audience, and check the recording. Deep throating a green <laughs> bean isn't uh isn't uh, applicable to good audio. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> it's like it's like remember the Tapo Chico and Hyena was like burping directly into the mic. It's like They're trying to get us an advertisement deal. <laughs> no, the, you I have to like enjoy their product. The I'm demonstrating how well I enjoy. That's a big selling point with Tapo Chico. You having gas is not so. That's what they say. They're like, you know what? You'll have a lot. Of I'm gas showing how carbonated Chico, it is. That's one of the big selling points of Tapo Chico, man. Let's Google Tapo Chico. No, I'm kind of over Tapo Chico. Well, let's let's, let's move on. To advertise it. Let's move on because we got to see what's gonna. We got to see what happens to these ticklish little boys that are all oiled up. All right. Yeah. Let's see oh. what's happening here. Oh no! But, but Bobby muttered, "Have fun." Kenneth wished the boys <laughs> don't laugh too hard. Percy teased as he left to watch the chaos that would inevitably unfold. The humiliated boy sat in those stocks for a few minutes while people walked past him and giggled. They hoped it would stay that way. If all people did was laugh, it wouldn't be so bad. Their hopes were cruelly dashed. <laughs> hey! There's the two that sent off those dumb sprinklers! 
My favorite shirt and jeans were ruined because of you two! One girl, wearing all pink, huffed. She turned to look at the nervous, giggling boys. Utterly livid. That was when Austin and Bobby knew they were done for. If everyone reacted like them. Uh, hi, hey there. Austin, he's just in a fucking stock with his shoes off. Like, hi, uh, like baby oil, just like, I'm like, what, is this that bad for like a... Like that bad of a situation for Tia, but like, oh no, the girl's gonna oil me. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> this is a nightmare. Oh no, please don't. <laughs> oh, don't do that. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> okay. I ought to kill you two, you know that? <laughs> the girl in pink growled, advancing towards them. The girl in the hoodie held her back. Don't oil us, please. <laughs> Don't oil before, before you kill them, remember this. They are literally sitting next to a sign that says, Two ticklish little boys, and then start thinking what I'm thinking. A second girl, wearing denim jeans and a black hoodie, pointed out, <laughs> and they giggled. Could you lend me some money? The pink girl asked, and as they began to rummage through pockets, Austin and Bobby were utterly terrified. Why are the why do the fathers care about the money? You know, they just made it free. They're like, oh, we gotta make some money. I think though. that's how they're paying off the principal. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're bribing the principal. They're bribing the principal. Yeah, well, this all adds up. Oh, it's like for the fundraiser. Yeah, that's right. Everything is comes together. So the principal is fine with the boys being baby oiled up as for long as money. Like, oh, y'all made money for the fundraiser. <laughs> no, okay, uh, I would be upset, but you didn't make money. They won't, will they? Bobby asked. I think they probably will. Austin sighed. Just don't laugh, it'll be okay. His eyes widened at the sight of a huge ostrich feather being waved in his face. I hope. I get the blondie, you get the redhead. The girl in pink, now called Pink Girl (laughs) or PG, said to her friend, who nodded. Austin blushed at the sight of the ominous feather and squirmed in anticipation. The girl in the hoodie, now called Hoodie Girl, or HG, was still picking out her weapon of choice before eventually picking up the picking out the baby oil. Like, oh, we got a peacock, we got a falcon, got the ostrich. (laughs) Who has a fucking ostrich feather? Like, I've seen peacock feathers before. Before eventually picking out the baby oil into smaller feathers. What's the baby oil yeah, for? Yeah, what is the baby oil? Yeah, what's happening with the baby oil? Like, I, mm. I thought it was just going to be something thrown in there and ignored because it's so ridiculous. Like, they have a hot sense. plate right next to it that you can boil the oil. Just toss it right <laughs> on their face. <laughs> <laughs> That's my guess. Making the skin softer and more sensitive to what? tickle. HG explained. Is that a thing? Fact check. Apparently. Fact check. <laughs> what? I don't think so. State I could see it. If someone's got oily fingers instead of dry fingers, I, it could be like... I feel like it'd make it harder to fill a feather. Though. I don't know. Like There's a grease-like oil layer on you. Maybe not a feather, but like fingers. Maybe. Oily fingers? Has baby oil in yourself make you more ticklish? Like, yeah, we're, we're fat. State is fact-checking. We're on this. HG explained. Alright, the only thing I can find is ticklish feet. Causes and what makes some people more sensitive. Twenty ways to tickle your partner. <laughs> baby oil out there. <laughs> Twenty ways. Maybe you shouldn't do something about that cough. But okay. What? What? 
<laughs> I have no idea is how this has anything to do with it. A clickbait under the tickling article? Like what? Tickle my cuticle hair growth oil. <laughs> <laughs> Not a sponsor. Fuck? Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> so, yeah, someday maybe we'll know. be lucky that's, enough. That's the name of a brand. <laughs> uh, that's, so it yeah. exists. Well, I mean, it is, I guess so. You can tickle your hair cuticles. <laughs> <laughs> or HG explained. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Watch, this is his reaction before. She let the brush glide up and down Bobby's soles, and he giggled un- unstoppably. He couldn't help it. It tickled. And this is his reaction after. Baby oil was squirted onto his feet, <laughs> rubbed on by his torturer, which oh, tickled no. through. Like- but when she applied the brush again, <laughs> he lost his mind. <laughs> It's some like really, oh it's like God, light. This is how you get started with BDSM. Yeah, you, like this is the start. Yeah, but like it's not children. I mean, that that would be well, obviously. That's oh why this God. is even weirder. That's why it's just fucking. <laughs> this <weird>. is <laughs> this is <laughs> this is insanity. <laughs> it just didn't have the baby oil. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. No more. Bobby squealed. <laughs> How did you know that would happen? PG asked. My skin always feels more sensitive after putting on sunscreen. HG replied. Cannot relate in the slightest, but alright. Figured it would be the same with him. Any luck? He won't say anything. PG grumbled. Stubborn little twerp. This feather isn't doing anything to him. I wouldn't be so sure. HG replied, grinning. Austin seemed to be going red in the face from putting on so much effort into holding in laughter, while Bobby giggled freely. He squirmed and looked around at the growing crowd of onlookers who were certainly feeling lots of schadenfreude for the boy's situation. Both boys could hear the things said about them and their situation. Oh, now this is priceless. I'm going to need a lot of change. Use the big feather next to you. Where does the line start? Oh my god, these people are enjoying this fucking <laughs> public <laughs> torture yeah, session. I can understand Eventually. watching somebody else do it, but like getting in a massive line, like really, it'd be that entertaining? Eventually, <laughs> one kid stepped up and placed a pound into the jar. Excuse me, ladies. He requested. Could you let me through? The girls parted, and he went behind Austin to start poking and prodding at his ribs, his hands slipping under his shirt to do so. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, that's sexual assault. And that was when Austin the Wilson fuck? broke. Austin laughed. It felt so good to let out all that pent-up laughter. Bobby watched in despair as it occurred that Austin had it worse than he did. The blonde boy thrashed and screamed as the boy's fingers made light work of his ribs. You Knees broken? You're welcome. He stepped away. And three more people came to take his place. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> three at a time now. One kid grinned. 
who let me through. He paid his fare and went behind Bobby, taking the electric toothbrush and sinking it inside his victim's belly button. The redhead <laughs> howled with laughter as the electric toothbrush made short work of his stomach. Oh, that he sounds was so painful. embarrassed by it all. <laughs> I, for a second, I thought he was going to just shove it in his ear. This is like graphic, man. People <laughs> just shoving shit in their orcs. <laughs> and wanted to curl up and die from the public humiliation. But he didn't have it nearly as bad as Austin, who was being gang-tickled by three boys. <laughs> what? Oh my, come on. Like, this is like, yeah, this is like getting into, this is this like is weird really, like, This come is on. definitely, uh, This, yeah. like, cannot be accidental at this point. Like, no, like, definitely oh, not. Come on. <laughs> and all of them were bigger than him. His armpits, oh knees, God. stomach, and feet. The most sensitive parts of his body were ravaged what by tickles. Ravaged? Like, come on! This cannot be accidental. Ravaged? Like, just the... Oh, my God. He got gang-tickled and ravaged. His body was ravaged by the gang-ticklers in the stockade. Like, oh, my God. I think this um, is just inappropriate at yeah. this point. This is like trying to be <laughs> this hardcore is horrifically inappropriate at the same time. But also, but it's with children. <laughs> yeah, so it's fucked so up. So this is actually really thing. kind of... But the children okay. are the one tickling, too. Yeah, this is kind of a... Uh, yeah, so... That <laughs> 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 doesn't... Like, making it pornographic makes it... It's weird. <laughs> what the fuck, man? You guys are being perverted dumbasses, to be fair. We are not being perverted dumbasses. We are being perverted smartasses. Yes, you are. This is like no, you're being perverted dumbasses. being perverted dumbasses like, is what it sounds like. like. You're being a real Berber, honestly. Yeah, stop being a perverted dumbass. Bobby was lucky that he only had one person with him. <laughs> we should have done this a long time ago. One boy grinned. He giggles like my little sister. The second taunted. And I bet he'd probably wet his pants if we go any harder. The third observed, but it didn't stop any of them. <laughs> so, maybe you should know what it's like to have his ruined clothes. The first boy suggested. How do you know he just won't pass out? Someone asked. They might do that. What do we do if we wet themselves, though? We can always make them sit on newspapers. It's like we're not even here, Austin thought, but he couldn't think for long. Someone had their fingers inside and near his belly button. Someone help this kid. Like just fucking fucking him in public. He's laughing like he's a jack in the box. Bobby screamed as his feet and armpits were tickled by a set of identical male twins with vengeance in their eyes. Austin looked at his friend with pity in his eyes. This was supposed to be just him being tickled senseless, but he dragged Bobby into it. He'd at least try to make things right. So the blonde boffin blurted his idea out. Let him go! (laughs) Austin screamed. What? HG asked pulling the eager kids off him so he could catch his breath and finally talk. What did you just say? I love Bobby Gill. This was all my idea anyway, so I'm the one they should be pushing. I can do this on my own. Just let Bobby go. Austin (sighs) panted. No way. I'm not leaving you here with them. You can (laughs) barely take it. And besides, I helped you. Bobby retorted. 
Both boys realized they were trying to get the other one out of trouble, nodding to each other and settle back, making their tortures, tortures work easier for them before they tried to bail the other one out because of their friendship. Now it was a competition to see who could handle more tickles. And they both seemed to be looking forward to seeing who would break first. Boys, we're back, Kenneth replied, hours later. I hope you didn't mass out while we were gone. <laughs> Percy snickered and then gasped. The boys were swamped with kids. The jar was almost almost to overflowing. Austin's fears were straked with tears of mirth, and Bobby was squirming as much as possible. Uh, okay, I think they've suffered enough. Percy blurted out as Kenneth took out the keys of the stocks and dragged them out. The men took their sons out of the stocks, and being worried fathers, sat them down and got them settled down. Kenneth promised that he would take care of the explanation, so he started it off. Boys, do you know why this happened to you? He asked. To make us regret everything, Austin replied as he stared at the soles of his feet, now red with constant stimulation. <laughs> he shivered as the ghost... <laughs> <laughs> he shivered as the ghost tickles coursed through his system. To embarrass us, Bobby suggested. No, that was not what we meant. We were trying to nip your pranking behavior in the bud using a prank of our own. Kenneth explained. So we set up the stall to teach you that it isn't so fun being on the receiving end of a prank. Percy clarified. It was meant as an intervention. We are both very worried about you at the rate you're going. You might both be expelled from the school. The boys looked at each other and sighed, staring at the floor. The awkward staring at floor moment confused, continued for a little until they eventually came to a decision. What will stop? Austin decided. <laughs> no, no more pranks ever again. Ever? That's good to hear. Kenneth sighed. Looks of relief flashed over his and Percy's face. Their son would finally, finally stay out of trouble. You promise? Percy asked. The duo nodded, but that wasn't good enough. I want you to say it! <laughs> he demanded. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, the scene in, uh, Swear to in me. Lord of the Rings where Bil uh, Bil Bilbo is asking Frodo for the ring the last time. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's like, it's... <laughs> it wasn't the last time, to be fair. That is inaccurate. He asked another time as well, too, at the very end of the third movie. Oh. Anyways. Bilbo. That's true, because he goes back to yes. the, the aisles. Oh, yeah, The yeah, elves are taking him. Yes. And then he's like, i just but, like to see it one last time. He clearly had Alzheimer's. Though. Yeah. What the fuck he was he's like, shut up, old man. You're going to the godlands now. Yeah, but I... I I don't think he had Alzheimer's Dude, at that point. He, he seemed still lucid. He should have known, like, he clearly was, would have been told, was, like, they destroyed the ring. Like, come on. What? They're just like, oh, just leave him in the I, dark. Keep him in the dark. Keep the old I man. I, the I think, I, I actually believe they left him in the dark. Maybe. He was like, night 120. Because yeah. he was obsessed with it. So, once he, he lost the ring. Old as fuck. <laughs> well, he basically become like, yeah, like he became his real age. Alright, let's finish this. We're almost done. <laughs> yeah. We promise. They chorused. Both fathers smiled, and they took their tired sons home. Judging from how they shivered from even the slightest touches, this had really brought the message home. Now they just needed to stay there. Two weeks later, Kenneth Wilson was at home on his day off when he received a call from the school. He sighed, figuring that Austin had forgotten about the promise he made. 
What has he done now? Kenneth asked. Uh, Actually, he hasn't done anything. But he was involved in an incident during lunch break. The principal examined. Explain. Of course, he's not at fault. But he and Bobby are recuperating in the nurse's office and have been excused from lessons for the rest of the day. You can collect him at the normal time. Click. He hung up. Until three that day, Kenneth was a bundle of nerves. What had happened? Prank? Fight? He almost cried with joy when the time to came pick up his son, his son up. He and Bobby were still in the nurse's office, rubbing their sides and wincing. What the hell happened to you? Other kids got me. Austin panted. He sounded rather delirious. Couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> they got tickle bullied. <laughs> Can't take what anymore? As they put it, uh, gang tickle. Yeah, right. Like, oh shit, I got gang tickle today. <laughs> By the bullies. The other students Dude, just the keep bu- gang tickling me. God, the bullies joined together and they're gang tickling me now. Kenneth asked. It took up too much, Dad. Austin <laughs> murmured. That was when he knew that his son had come to no real harm. Aw, uh, is Austin too ticklish for his friends to have a little fun with him? <laughs> Kenneth teased. <laughs> They're horrible! Austin whined. Good. You'll fit right in. Kenneth replied. <laughs> Now, come on. We're going home now. Thank God. Austin sighed, allowing his dad to walk into the car so they could go home. He thought he was safe in his father's hands. He was wrong. (laughs) Oh, my. Aha, aha, Austin screamed as he felt fingers dart over his ribcage. How adorable. You're trying to fight it. Kenneth teased. (laughs) This reminds me of when you were little. (laughs) No more! Austin begged. This also reminds me of when you were little. Kenneth commented. Laugh it up, little one, because I won't stop. (laughs) (laughs) Please, mercy! Austin would mean much mercy from his father that day. Or any day, to be honest. The end. So yeah, that was the story. Hmm. Uh, what you what, what what lessons did we learn? Well, uh, don't ask for fan service. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you asked for our it? imaginations. Our imaginations make for better stories. That's what I. That's what I learned. Because I agree with Hyena. His story idea would have been way cooler. <laughs> the, the the Stephen King's Carrie, uh, no, no, uh, <laughs> no, like half like you don't up, like you don't even be, reveal yeah. that the fathers are planning some weird plan. You just have the fathers be like, "We're just grounding you. Don't you dare leave and try to prank. Y'all totally wouldn't do that. We wouldn't see that coming." And then they like they're like, 
we're sneaking away. Now we're gonna prank the school harder than ever. And then they, like, pull off this extravagant prank, but right at the end, it's like the father stepping or like, bitch, that's, we pranked you, and then, like, it reverse fires in their face or something, I don't know. Like, what, do you not, are you saying that taking two two people and, and putting them in stocks and then and having an onlooking like crowd tickle them isn't an elaborate prank? It's so also not really a rising prank action, like, the laughing. If you're forcing someone to do it, it's not really a prank. That's like me pulling out a gun and being like, dude, you're going to fucking, like, open that refrigerator door right fucking now. Like, it's just like, <laughs> like okay, I guess I have to. Like, and then It's it, just a prank. And then it just, like, a snake pops out. It's like one of those, like, toy snakes. I'm just like, oh, I just got pranked, dude. <laughs> Fuck you. This is a real gun, but you just got pranked. <laughs> it's like, it's like their dads. They're like, you have to get in the stocks. Oh, you just got pranked, man. It's not a prank. That's just, like, bullying at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it looks like it, it incentivized the students to just start tickling them. Yeah, the public. story kind of shows that now they're fucked. It's like... Yeah, kind of screwed kinda them. Kind of what happens. Maybe the moral of the story is that, like, yeah, sure, these extreme punishments might stop the kids from pranking, but... It might also like, <laughs> scar them. I, I think Percy had it right when he said it might make the kids worse. I mean, this definitely it seems like a wasp sting staple to have, like, a school setting where, like, somebody gets their comeuppance. They, like, really love that. That's their go-to. Yeah, they're a big fan of that. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it seems... <laughs> the, the way the comeuppance comes, like, seems a little uh, weird. Like, what if the school pranked them? It doesn't even have to be the dads. Like, yeah, just like a reverse prank on them. I feel like that'd be the way to do it. Not so. You're not a fan of the this, tickling. The tickle test. stockade. No, yeah, I'm not a fan. <laughs> so you're not a fan of the tickle. It was stockade. at least something I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I, I guess I mean, proper proper gen- nailed it. Like, yeah, on the head. that one. Like immediately. Like, but even you didn't see the stockade part coming. <laughs> no, and the baby no. oil. Like what? That's not a thing. <laughs> I put sunscreen up, on. That doesn't boys. make my skin sensitive. Personally, skin sensitive. Yeah. I think the story's great, but they need to rephrase it so it doesn't sound like a... Uh, yeah, certain ways of turning uh, the phrase didn't, like, yeah, gang yeah, tickling and being ravaged. Like, no, that is not actually... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that is happen. unacceptable. Like, Especially if like, it's kids. Uh, yeah, like, that's <laughs> weird. That is boring. This is America. Um, okay. <laughs> is that acceptable elsewhere? Gang? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe in the UK, Weird, where the story's BDSM set. Story. Maybe, maybe we're just culturally ignorant. <laughs> yeah, it could be that tickling's fine in the UK, you know? <laughs> tickling's fine. It's just when you're in a stockade being baby-oiled and, like, uh, <laughs> forced to do it, and, like, they're calling it gang tickling, that's when I get the problem. Man. Like, tickling on its own. <laughs> it's just... Like... <laughs> Like we weren't upset when the dads were tickling him in the principal's office. It was a little weird, but how do you guys think about the idea that Austin will never escape his dad's tickles? <laughs> Pretty deep. <laughs> uh, you know, how old are these kids? They're at least. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel bad. Yeah, I really feel bad for these kids. This story was very. Uh, this story was very run of the mills wasting. Like it's definitely not one of the better ones. It's definitely not one of the worst ones. Uh, definitely odd, uh, but we see that a lot with Wasp Sting. So I'm going to you hey, know, just give my final thoughts. That's something. That. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm just saying, hey, it's that's odd. Something. That's something. Better than being fucking boring. 
all, well, all I'm saying. I I mean, there was no really rising action or climax, to be fair. So, I mean, you know, it, like, overall, I was still a little bored with it, I would say. But overall, I would probably give it, like, a 2.5 out of 5. You know, okay, it's a run of the mill. It's run of the mill. It's Wasting, you know? Wasting is a staple. I can expect Wasting in that 2 to 3 range, you know? Yeah, it's okay. very solid, yeah. Uh, hi, hyena. What are your What is your rating on it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with everything that was just said. Like, it could be way more boring, but yeah, it didn't really have like a flow like you'd want a story to have. There's more just like one big scene of of people getting tickled. You know, it would have had that climax though if they were like setting up this like extravagant prank the whole time and they got reverse pranked at the very end. You know, that would have had like <laughs> bigger story. It, it, it could have done something where it's like. The, the 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 prank could have still them being stock tickled, but it's like they like they, had to they like, get tricked do it for a magic it. trick or, or something. Or they get tricked into it. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, to like prank the school, we're getting into these stockades because we're gonna like pretend our heads get cut off or something, like you know. And then like, and then it turns out they're gonna it, get oil right. And then when they do it, they're just stuck. Twins. They're like, wait, what? We can't get out of it. And then the like the 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 uh, fuck like the stage like curtain opens up and the fathers walk in and they. Step right on up to tickle our sons. <laughs> Y'all got pranked. <laughs> like, yeah, and then it's like the whole school life. Like, <laughs> see, like, yeah, you could do the same thing. See, that would be more satisfying, even though it'd still be fucking weird. But, <laughs> yeah, like, trick them into it. That's a prank. It's not a prank to be like, get in the fucking stockade or you're, like, not eating because I'm your dad. Like, yeah, that's not a prank. It's just a prank, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you just got pranked. Just you got that stockade, and now we're fucking with you. <laughs> wow, you're pranked, bro. But yeah, but yeah, it's still like middle of the road, I guess. All things considered, like yeah, yeah, I give it like a yeah, two point five, I guess. I don't know. So, uh, Steve, I would give it a three, but you need to take out the weird. <laughs> don't use the word ravaged. Or yeah, gang there's it, like, just come on. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just get it out of just there. Just come on, you sadistic sexual. <laughs> so you want them you to come on the kids? Come on you? Yeah, what Dude, the, the hell? It's a boy in a stockade being baby oil being ganged. Like, come on, <laughs> trying to act like that's not suggestion. Stop, stop saying that word, that See, phrase. You you're sadistic, perverted. Fuck. All right, I, I <laughs> by you, I resent my prior statement. <laughs> <laughs> Statement? <laughs> like you're gonna state the state of the children is gonna be sadistic <laughs> fuck? I can't help you. I tried to cover your All ass, right. but now Alright. Now you're just being sexual. <laughs> clearly there's uh someone that has something against me. Clearly <laughs> like you clearly see that you're gonna be sexually assaulting little children. God damn it, Steve. I don't even know you anymore. I'm about to assault you. <laughs> Not sexually, just here's that baby oil. Regular fucking assault. Not sexually. <laughs> uh, so but like, if I, you get rid of all that, I'd give it a three point five. That would be just uh, oh yeah. really, you would for give some motiv- for some motivation, you know, to not incorporate so, that. Steve, can you, Steve, can you tell me what the 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 arc of this story was? Like beginning. Middle well, middle. you got one arc. There's the beginning. 
<laughs> okay. All right, you need to lay off the line there, bud. <laughs> no, no. Um, why? Why are you asking me to uh, summarize it? <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just curious. You know, like, I, what, what part is this, of the quiz? story? Like, did you love? Oh, <laughs> uh, probably the point where there's. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, maybe I'm giving it too high of a rating. <laughs> I'm just trying to give some motivation to uh, remove uh, certain aspects of the story. <laughs> she said it'd be that if it didn't have the weird phrasing. Yes, yes. But it's still a three, so he rated it higher. So I'm curious why you, you know, have that reflection. What did you jo- enjoy about this story? At a higher rate than what me and Hyena were talking about. Well, you know, it's better written than a lot that we've seen yeah. here. Yeah, and it's it is very cohesive. The descriptions like, are decent. Th- there's no point in the story where I'm like, this is doesn't add up. Or, you know, like, uh, there was no inconsistencies. That's what I would say. There are at least strong ones. Okay. Right, because with Wasting, like, okay. that's always been a it's, thing with Wasting. The characters yeah, are weird, and there's a weird situation. It's like, this is not how it's not it play out in real life, but, like, whatever. It's just, like, this weird It's cohesive. Stuff. It's a statement. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a it's a statement. It's a statement. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to springboard off that. I'm giving this a 5 out of 5 because okay. it is a philosophical statement on <laughs> retributivism. Right? Does it work? Right. It Maybe. Didn't rehabilitate. Does it have lasting really? impacts? Yes. Because Austin will never escape the tickle. Right. He'll never escape PTSD. the punishment. All right. To, ca- to, to counteract fancy score, <laughs> I'm going to drop mine to a zero out of five. So it gets to that. I mean, you know what? I'm, I'm going to have to go back to. I'm going to have to bump it up to a five out of five. Also. Because, uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to move to you a know, negative. So it sounds like we're gonna average around a two point five. That's like a good point. Around agreeing, this is a big statement on like uh, America's retributional like justice system. It absolutely is. The right, like analogy is he not gonna clear. break ever again. It seems like he's been put in a position. Yeah, where I love he how will... it's an analogy, even though the a writer is from Great Britain and writes works about. Yeah, Great Britain's Britain. like the most America of the Europeans. Like, come on. Yeah, that's what? Yes, no? definitely. No. What? Who would be more American in Europe? No. Than your, Who would Brits? be Amer- more American than Yeah, what's than the America Europe? of Europe? Germany. Germany. No. 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 Germany. No. Literally, <laughs> yes. And we could we could debate about that. Okay, we'll debate about that later. When you talk we we talk about imperialism and the legacy it has as well as roles in politics and how politics is function, it's their politics right. is like that. Well, I think we're, the UK is really the most like America when it comes to tickling. And yeah. that, you know, we have the same tickling strategies, right? We go for the feet. We go for the armpits. We go for the, the, the ribs. You know, these are things that are classic British tickling moves. Classic American tickling moves. I mean, literally look at, you know, Germany it, um, compared to the United States. It's almost a one-to-one correlation. And they're tickling? They if, uh, acquired assets as well as how they claim basically their manifest destiny. So they, they tickled the, 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 the Chinese at Tsingtao? Yes. <laughs> You know, just anyway. to add to that, you know, you could really see through John Steinbeck's works and great literary <laughs> uh, geniuses of our time that, you know, the tickling techniques have really Wait, transcended. John Steinbeck. Um, 
Is that an author? <laughs> I, of Mice and Men? Yeah. What? I don't, I don't, I don't read what is books that? about uh, yeah, mice. Internet literature expert. That's what I'm here for. Do, do Have you really never read of Mice and Men? Dude, I, why would I read it? It's about a mouse. I, I'm not watching around a two-e here. I'm trying authors? to wa- read something great. <laughs> yeah, I've never read an author I knew the name of before. I'm an internet literature expert. You think I read people with names that are known? It's not how that works. Either way, sounds like <laughs> we agreed at around 2.753-ish overall. I would actually rate it around a 3, 2.75-ish area. Because it was pretty coherent. Um, definitely weird. <laughs> like, definitely fucking weird. Uh, but, I mean, it, it had a good flavor to it. Yeah, its main weakness um, was definitely the structure and, yeah, not having a rising action type of thing around. Yeah, if they did that complex prank shit, that would have been a four. Yeah, uh, yeah, the 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 building of a story was definitely the you know like they had like random details thrown in there and like it just weird wacky. Like it has all that, but doesn't pull it fully in. So I guess we're at our last segment, and that's a uh, something called electrical outlet insertion devices. Outlet? What's an outlet? It's it's well you got you gotta you gotta lick them, get that taste. All right, I'm gonna plug myself okay. out that of is this microphone. Disgusting. <laughs> okay, and he left for that. <laughs> he left. Oh shit, he left. He left for that. He's gone. Wow. Okay, I guess hi. He's out of the matrix. Quick. <laughs> he's, he's dropped. Oh, 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 oh is he back? back? Oh, he left oh. us and returned. Oh. What did Trinity say? <laughs> Where's Morpheus? Please don't tell me you took the red pill. Um, <laughs> he took the fucking red pill. <laughs> Hyena, you got any plugs and or other insertion devices? Mm. Uh, other insertion devices? Yeah, I'm going to cork uh, my wine bottle. Recork it. We drank half of it and ate a bunch of green beans, so now I need to recork the wine. It makes so much sense that you drink half that wine bottle. Man, you guys it need to get tracks. to 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 like suburban house spouse levels, man, where you got three bottles down. A lot of green beans. A lot of green beans. Is that what you're you're inserting, uh, Stave? Um, yes. <laughs> Okay, so you're just I'm very inserting healthy. green beans just into anywhere. various orifices. Anyone's orifice. It doesn't orifice. matter which one. They're all healthy. Yeah. If you come over, if you, you know, we'll green find beans a spot. Going in. <laughs> we'll find a spot. <laughs> I, mean, I think um, octopuses only have one spot. True, and it, uh, it does love green beans. I mean, it's a good thing you're not an octopus, though, because I would love to eat Oh, yeah, of course. I have, I have multiple hot spots for green beans. <laughs> which categorically makes me not an octopus um so for me uh i guess just uh this uh also a wasp sting so we had an author profile of them that wasn't public for a while but now it is you can go to our website buriedgyms.podbean.com uh to the author profile section and you can see uh what the young lass in britain has to say about some things it's a bit old so i don't think she's 16 anymore i think she's 17 or 18 okay i mean and hey i mean they're not bad for being that young like the uh now yeah they're young that explains the high school fixation of the stories for sure. no yeah it's definitely uh from personal experience 
But yeah, so if you want to go uh, check that out, it's now open to the public. Uh, it, it's a it's a decent interview. You know, you can get learn a little bit about Wasp Sting if you want. Um, yeah. Uh, other than that, just uh, just the 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 use. You know, we just released a fucking ten hour episode. So, oh my god, good luck with that. <laughs> what takes ten hours to do? What can you do for ten hours? <laughs> What's a, a casual ten hour activity that you can listen to? Oh, this casual. What's a what's a casual ten hour activity that you can listen to a podcast through? Here, wait. Where's here? Ask Google. <laughs> ask your phone. Okay, Google. You could uh, brew some beer. That usually Why takes about five. Okay, hours. Google. <laughs> brew Why two this beers. Way? Okay, Google. Why isn't this? <laughs> uh, technology hates son of a. So bitch. you could drive. You could drive ten hours. You know. Easily. You could drive so you could, to uh, El Paso from Austin. Yeah. Boom. That's 10 hours. Uh, if you, if you want to listen, you know, you could drive. I'm pretty sure the drive from Los Angeles to like Portland's 10 hours. So, boom, if you're going from LA to Portland, Miami quick 10 hour drive. To maybe New Orleans? 10 hours? No, yeah. that's more. More maybe. So, these, these are all things that you could do and listen to that episode. So, these are all close. But yeah, so um, just also stay tickly, my friends. <laughs> hey, the stories, you know, they might take off. And if you have any other stories you think might take off, feel free to email them to us at barrigedonpodcast at gmail.com.